Hey y'all, this is the Truth About God podcast with Erica Brown and I am your host, Erica Brown. Um, I think I want to stop saying that. I don't want to say that I'm your host, Erica Brown. I'm not hosting this podcast. Am I hosting it? I feel a little weird about it now. Maybe I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I am hosting it and I just got tired of saying that. That could be a thing too. Um, <laughs> if you're here for the first time, what's up? That's just how it goes on here sometimes. That's just how That's just how I am. But I'm happy to have you. I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're spending some time with me. And to my OGs, I'm giving you a fist pound right now. What's up? You know what it is. You in that thing. And uh, yeah, pray that your day, your week has been well. And if it hasn't, I pray that this message kind of gives gives you some clarity on what's been going on with you. All right. So before I get into that, let me pray for you and for me and for us. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please help us to understand what the will of the Lord is in the mighty name of Jesus. But also bless us to remember that your will is often opposite to what our flesh wants in the mighty name of Jesus. But please teach us. And bless us to learn well, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us to listen to you. Bless us to repent and turn from evil and turn to you. And that you will hear from heaven and heal our land, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Please bless us and help us to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Please come against every spirit of confusion, every demonic spirit of rebellion and willfulness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless us not to be willful or resistant to what your plan is or your will is for our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us to always and forevermore remember that your will is better than ours. We are your servants. You are not ours. Your will is paramount. Bless us to surrender to what you want done for our lives and bless us to stay and please keep us, Lord Jesus, in the center of your will and in the palm of your mighty hand, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with us. It is in your precious son, Jesus name. I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So um I need I need the Lord to help me to take my time with this because I naturally when I'm teaching, I talk fast, I move fast. I'm trying to get it out and I need to take my time with this. I need to take my time, period, you know, but I'm teaching y'all something today. I ain't just on here jaw jacking. <laughs> the Lord has given me an assignment like you do every day. But my assignment for you today is to teach you. And God has been so good to me and so faithful to me that he helps me to understand these concepts in my life because he teaches me through my own experiences. So I can teach you from a place of experience because not experience all the time, because I won't experience everything in the earth. But just from his own wisdom and his own understanding, he's just speaking through me. That's it. So I've been feeling Let me just give you a little backstory. Let me just go back. I want you to know at the outset of this, before I get into it, what's been happening. 
I'm going to give you a scripture. It's John chapter 10, verse 10 through 12. No, 10 through 11. John chapter 10, verses 10 through 11. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So, these last, not these last couple of days, yesterday in particular, it was like a battle between my flesh, my will versus what the Lord's will is, right? And I've been noticing it and it been feeling, it feels icky. It feels really terrible, honestly, to be engaged in that kind of battle. But it was for a purpose. It was for today. What I've learned, what the Lord has taught me, is based on this scripture that I just read to you. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The Lord revealed to me today the deception that the enemy had been trying to deceive me with. You know, there's no other way for me. Well, it probably is another way for me to say it, but I just didn't know what that was. (laughs) The deception that the enemy had been trying to deceive me with. The enemy has wanted me to think that good things are not good. Let me break that down for you. He has wanted me to believe that the way my life is set up, the way that the Lord has set up my life, the way that he has me living, the way that he has appointed my life and my circumstances and my surroundings, he's wanted me to believe that is something wrong with that. Because if he can deceive me and make me believe that it's something wrong with that, then I'll go and do something that feels right to me. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for my sister or my brother in Christ who's been struggling with the move that the flesh wants them to make, the move that the enemy, they have maybe thought it was you even. Where there has been confusion, that there be clarity, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, because the enemy is always against the things of God. He's always against your will. He's always against your plans. He's always against good things. And today we need wisdom. We need clarity. We need guidance. We need you to show us what's true. Lord, bless them to pray. Bless them to ask you. Bless them to bring all the rebellion, the frustration that they have, the impatience and the haste, like them just wanting to move and do something different. Sometimes that's just the thing that the enemy will use to deceive us, to make us think, thank you, Holy Spirit, that there's something wrong with where we are, that it's something that needs to change when we're exactly where we need to be. And when it's time for us to move You yourself, God himself will make it plain. You yourself will open the door for us. We don't have to try to cram ourselves through cracks or through windows to try to get in where we can fit in. That's not the life of the believer. That's not the path for the child of God. You open doors wide for us. We don't have to figure anything out. We can just rest in your sufficiency, rest in your sovereignty, rest in your will, rest in your clarity. We don't have to force fit anything. 
We don't have to bless us to stop trying to wiggle out of your will because the enemy wants us to feel uncomfortable being blessed, being content. He wants us to feel uncomfortable and make us think that it's something better. He wants us to believe that the grass is greener when it's really just rotten on the other side. It's so much struggle attached to what he has for us. It's so much evil and it's devoid of joy because it came from him and it didn't come from you. Bless us to know that. Remember that and trust that what the enemy means, what the enemy tries to do for us is always wrong. His plans and his path is always wrong. And if our flesh is rising up against the will of God, then we need to know with all assurance that that's wickedness. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless us not to be deceived by Satan in any way, shape or form in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you will sear our feet to the narrow path, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that my sisters and brothers would agree with me in Christ Jesus. If they're struggling, that they would surrender today and say, Lord, I'm going to be where you want me to be. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to live how you tell me to live, even though my flesh wants me to do something different, even though the enemy is tempting me to do something different. I'm not going to bow down to this temptation. I'm going to stay where you've placed me. I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to believe you for good things. I'm going to stay exactly where you've put me today in the mighty name of Jesus. Please keep us in the center of your will and in the palm of your mighty hand, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with us. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Our Father. In heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. As we have forgiven our debtors. As we forgive our debtors. Thank you, Lord. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right. That prayer really summed it up because God is good. Here's the point. Here's the point. Wherever God placed you is where you need to be. If you're starting to feel like you want to rebel against it or like you need to rebel against it or like you need to leave the place where God has placed you, that's not of the Lord. Let me give you another scripture. I'm in John 8 and I'm going to start in verse 44 and I'm just going to read to um, whenever the Lord says stop. I'm in John 8 and I'm starting in verse 44. You are, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you, the tr- but, but because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that we are not of the enemy, that we're not of the devil, and that we know that because we're your children. You called us, you set us apart for your glory, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. But bless us to remember that the character of Satan is a, you said, Lord Jesus, yourself, that He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Bless us to recognize that. 
Bless us not to be ignorant of the schemes of Satan and bless us not to be ignorant of his deceptions and the ways that he's taunting us or trying to coax us out of the places that you've placed us to be in, Lord Jesus. If you blessed us to be married, bless us to stay married. If you blessed us to be in a particular position in our lives and in our homes or in our communities, bless us not to walk away from those places if you didn't call us to, if you didn't lead us to. If there's a weariness attached to us or a heaviness or a hesitancy to keep going, Lord Jesus, please reveal to us why these things are happening to us, Lord Jesus. Bless us to stay in a place that you've blessed us to be in, Lord Jesus, because it is a blessing to be in this place. Bless us not to believe that Satan has something better for us. Bless us not to believe that there's an open door that we've missed or that somehow it's hidden from us and we just have to go out there and find it. Lord, reveal to us exactly what you want us to do, where you want us to do it, who you want us to do it with. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus and Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please keep us in the center of your will. Thank you, Lord. And in the palm of your mighty hand, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, peace be with us. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus, Lord Jesus, help us. Lord Jesus, help us. A lot of us are being tormented by Satan. A lot of us are being mocked and ridiculed. A lot of us are being taunted to leave the place that you placed us to be. Will you give us the courage and the wisdom and the discernment that we need? Will you help us, Lord, to stay where we've been planted? It's not easy, Lord. Will you open our eyes, open the eyes of the blind, Lord Jesus. Show us where, we, where we're being lied to. Show us where the devil is being real conniving and manipulative. Show us the people that he's using even to try to deceive us to be in places that we shouldn't be. Doing things that we shouldn't be doing. Living a way that we shouldn't be living, Lord Jesus. Will you bless us not to think that we can mix wickedness with holiness. Bless us to take a stand for our faith today, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus. Strengthen us and renew us, restore us, Father God, to faithfulness and obedience to Christ. If some of us have fallen away, Lord Jesus, bring us back into the fold. You are the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. You go after, you leave the 99 and you go after the one, Lord Jesus. If there's one that's listening today and they feel like they've too, they're too far gone or, they, or they've done too much, bless them to know today that you aren't angry. Your father isn't angry. He just wants you to come back. Repentance just means just to stop. Rethink your thinking just to turn back. That's the only thing that's required. There's no shame or guilt or anything that will keep you from coming back to Christ. He's not angry at you. He's not angry with you. He won't mock you, shame you, ridicule you. He won't bring up your past. He won't make you feel worse about what you've already done. That's the enemy. That's his job is to make us feel shame and guilty. That's not who God is. He delivers us from shame and guilt. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, every soul that needs to hear that, I pray that they will receive that from you today. That they are known, that they are loved, that they are cherished, and that they are forgiven, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with them. Our Father, 
in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Y'all, here's the main thing. The enemy will speak of things that are good as though they are evil. He will make you feel like it's not right for you. Okay, come on, Holy Spirit. It was something. Okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I wanted to, I was going through this. Either it was this week or it was last week, but it was the way that I was feeling. And I was thinking about not doing this podcast no more. I was thinking about not doing this podcast no more. The enemy had been trying to manipulate me. And not only my podcast, I was thinking about just getting off the internet, period. And just going to do something else that I thought would be more effective and or more successful right because the enemy wanted me to feel like this ain't successful look at this look at these numbers look at this this is not successful you need to go and do something else but this is where the lord placed me but so then i was questioning it but here's the thing i kept praying and i kept asking god i called out to him i didn't process those feelings alone Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, for all of us who are feeling away just on our own and we're talking to friends and we're talking to neighbors and we're even talking to ourselves, but we're not talking to you. I pray that that would change today, Lord Jesus, that our own struggles and our own questions, our own feelings of lack or whatever it is, that they would draw us near to you, Lord that you will help us to bring those things to you and build intimacy with you, Lord Jesus, because we can really and truly talk to you about anything under the sun. There's nothing that's off limits. We can talk to you about everything and anything. And I pray that we practice that today. And for all, and for some of us who've never done it, I pray that they would try you out today, that they would sit down with you in a car, at the table, at the doctor's office, wherever they're at, at work or, you know, wherever, in the bathroom, <laughs> And say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. Lord, I don't like where I'm at. I feel like I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. I want to be more successful. I want what I see everybody else having. Lord, they look like they got it together. And I feel like I don't have nothing together. I feel like I'm behind, Lord. I feel like I shouldn't be here. I feel like I should be doing something different, Lord Jesus. And I'm struggling with it. Will you tell me, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right things, Lord? Is this the man for me? Is this the, the the wife? Am I supposed to be in this life? Is this really what you got for me? Is this this family? Because some of them are contemplating leaving, Lord. Some of them are feeling so unfulfilled because the enemy wants them to really believe that they're not where they belong. Will you bless them just to bring themselves to you today, Lord Jesus? Will you help them to understand that you are for them and not against them? And they can process all their doubts, all their fears, all their concerns in you, with you, through you, for you, because of you. You love them so. Bless them to be real with you, Lord. Bless them to be truthful with you, Lord. Bless them to be honest with you, Lord. Bless them to be transparent with you, Lord. Bless them not to hide themselves from you, Lord. Bless them to speak the truth in love, Lord Jesus. Bless them to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things will be added unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. So here's the point. And I just got to take a minute because I don't want to get patient and I don't want to cut this off before I say everything that the Lord wants me to say. I was trying to leave. I was going to stop doing this. I felt like, Lord, I didn't gave this some years. I didn't gave it some time. This should be like this. This should be different by now. And then I kept talking to the Lord about it. And then I thought, well, Lord, if one person is blessed by this. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'll cry on here. I don't care. I felt. Mm. If one person is blessed, then who am I to say that I can't do that? If just one person, like if one person get on here and they're like, I'm looking forward to what she have to say because it blessed me. Then who am I just to be like, nah, I'm not going to do that no more. And so then I kept talking to the Lord about it. I kept praying. And then the Lord started sending me confirmation. And I just kept hearing messages like, don't give up. Don't give in. Keep going. Keep doing it. Because the enemy was really trying to make me feel like this ain't what you're supposed to be doing because of this, that, and the third. Here's the whole point. Our flesh and our heart may fail, but God is the strength of our heart and our portion forever. If the enemy is tempting you to leave or, or really tempting you to believe that what God has given you is not good enough. If he's tempting you to believe and making you angry in your flesh and making you feel rebellious in your flesh, like you can't trust God. Like your will is better than God's will or your desires are better than God's desires for you. Like if the Lord telling you not to do this, but your flesh is telling you to do that. And the enemy wants you to believe that whatever your flesh is telling you is the right thing. That ain't true. He want to get you out of pocket. He want to handle you. He want to put you in a position that's not going to be beneficial to you in the long term. He want to make you look like a fool and feel like one, too. Because that's his nature and that's his character. He want to put you in a position that's going to be far and exceedingly worse. Like you may feel like where you're at is not good, but that's not true. The enemy wants us to believe that where we are is not good. Because if we believe that where we are is not good, we'll leave that place. Even if it's God's will for us to be there. Okay, Holy Spirit. The Lord just reminded me of Joseph. Okay, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Joseph was in jail and I think he was in jail six years. I heard a, I heard a pastor say that I I'm going to have to look into that. And if I'm wrong, I will come back. Let me just I got my Bible. Let me just let me kick on over there. What I'm doing. Let me just kick right on over there. And just look that up for you, because I don't want to tell you. No falsehoods. Okay, 
if the to do my best if I'm wrong I will correct myself I'll come back and tell you um you know what the actual thing is but I don't want to just be lying to you not on purpose you know what I'm saying I'm just going to pull that up for you because I want you to know what it says. And it's going to, I'm just trying to pull it up. So just bear with me. Anyhow, while I'm doing this, just to remind you, the enemy was trying to get me to get out of pocket. To be doing something different than what the Lord commanded me to do. Because he wanted me to feel like where I was was wrong. And that's not true. Okay. Thank you, Lord. I done got back over to it. Just had to kick over. I'm just. God is very good. All this is speaking to me, even as I'm reading, you know, just going through the pages. It's just speaking to me. Okay, so now I'm where Pharaoh had called Joseph to interpret his his dream. Okay, but I'm just trying to see where, how long Joseph was in jail. Just how long he was actually locked up. Okay, now I'm seeing it. It says Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plentiful years, the earth produced abundantly and he gathered up all the food of these years, which occurred in the land of Egypt and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food of the fields around it. But, oh my gosh, like it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, oh my gosh, I gotta find this for y'all because it's going right into what the Lord is saying. So we all gotta be patient. <laughs> We all got to be patient. Like, I have to find this. I have to see it. I have to see it because it's so important. It's super important. I just got to remember not to just go quiet because I am here on the podcast because I can really just hunker down and just... Where is it that it said that? Like, I really just, oh my gosh, it's so important for y'all to know. It's so important for all of us, okay? Okay. I just don't, oh my gosh, Holy Spirit, please help me. See, that was a problem right there. I had not asked the Lord for help. Well, Jesus, please show me where this is at. In the mighty name of Jesus. How long was it? Okay. So, 
Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Now, Joseph was in jail. He interpreted the dreams of the two prisoners. He said, y'all remember me, you know? Y'all remember me. Y'all get back, you know, just don't forget about me. The scripture says, and I'm in uh, Joseph, I'm not Joseph, I'm in Genesis <laughs> chapter 40. And I'm in verse 14. It says, only remember me when it is well with you. And please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh. And so get me out of this house. For I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the pit. Okay. I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please help us to be where you've placed us to be, even though it may feel like or is a pit to us. When you call us out of this pit, you won't do no less for us than what you did for your servant Joseph because you're a good God. But bless us not to go and try to escape. Bless us not to go and try to do whatever the enemy wants us to do. Bless us to be exactly where we need to be. So when you come with our blessing, we'll be right where we need to be, Lord. And we won't be missing because we went and did something in our own strength in our own might or in our own power trying to make something shake for ourselves lord jesus that you didn't ordain for us lord bless us to be patient like joseph was so we can receive the blessings that you have in store for us like joseph did in the mighty name of jesus peace be with us now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be glory in the church and in christ jesus throughout all generations forever amen our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven thank you lord give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. All right. Now, what I just read to you, and I, I, I got to take my time because I feel excited about this stuff and I'm grateful for it. What I just read to you in um, Genesis chapter 40, verse 14, this is when Joseph had interpreted the prisoner's dreams. And he was like, look, look out for me. It really, that's only remember me. This is in verse 14. Genesis chapter 40, verse 14 and 15. Thank you, Lord. Only remember me when it is well with you and please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh and so get me out of this house for I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews and here also I have done nothing that they, sh that they should put me into the pit. So he was already in jail, okay? Now after this, two whole years passed. They forgot about him. They ain't come and look look for him. This looked like the Lord and forgot about me. I need to make something shake on my own. Joseph did not break out of this jail. He didn't try to break out of the jail. He was favored in the place where God had placed him, even though it was a pit. He was favored there. He was favored in that pit. God was providing for him. He had favor. People liked him that like he was respected in the jail. Okay. Our jails would be considered fancy considered what they probably had going on. Okay. But he was favored there. After two whole years is I'm in the beginning. I'm in verse 41. I'm in chapter 41. Now I'm, I'm sorry. I gotta slow down. Thank you, Lord. I'm in Genesis chapter 41. By the time he actually gets to interpret Pharaoh dream. I'm okay. This is two whole years has passed. 
Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. And the ug- ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows and Pharaoh awoke. All right. This was when they finally called Joseph up. Now, let me just. OK, come on, hold this beer, because I don't want you to be deceived by Satan anymore. Like God and forgot about you. Don't be deceived in thinking that God and forgot about you. OK, because where he didn't place you at, I know you blessed there. I know you favored there. The enemy may want you to feel like I'm just tired of being here. I just got to do something different. I just, You just may feel like you want to change, but that may not be what God has for you. He wants you to keep serving where he placed you. And when he ready to come and get you, when he ready to kick open the door for you, you won't have to slide through the crack. You won't have to crawl through a window. It's just going to be for you. Let me prove it to you. Okay. Two whole years later, Joseph was called to interpret Pharaoh's dream. Let me tell you what happened after he interpreted the dream. I'm, I'm obviously this is long, so I'm just skipping around to it. I want you to go to Genesis 40 and 41 and read it for yourself, right? You should definitely do that because it's excellent. All right. They called Joseph. The dude finally remembered Joseph. Called him. He interpreted the dream. Not only did he interpret the dream, he told Pharaoh what he thought he should do. After he told Pharaoh what he thought he should do, he was like, all right, then I did my part. I'm going to go back on down to this pit. But you know what happened? How you go, Jesus? How you go? Now, this God, this not the, okay, this is not how the world works, okay? The world says that you have to go through the motions. You have to get the job. You have to work your way up. You have to, you know, go back and get your continuing education. You got to go back. You got to work this position for two years. At least you got to come back. Like this is the world's economy. This is what the enemy wants you to be a part of. He wants you to toil. And the Lord said, if you just stay where I tell you to be, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bless you. Lord Jesus, Lord. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you will help me and my sisters and brothers in Christ to be patient where you placed us, Lord. We are favored here. We are blessed here. We are protected here. You know us. You see us. You ain't forgot about us, Lord. Bless us not to be deceived by Satan, Lord Jesus. The enemy have been just really making us frustrated. Like like he had to make us frustrated because if he didn't make us frustrated to try to put the pause on us, then we would stay and we would be patient. But he's trying to make us move in a way that is not ordained for us. Bless us to surrender to your will and remember that your will is best, not ours. Our will is not best. Our plan is not best. It never has been and it never will be. If our plans do not originate, begin and end in you, they're not good plans. And that's just the facts and that's the truth. Your way is good. You are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through you. Your ways are good. Bless us to follow Jesus Christ. Bless us to follow Christ all the days of our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with us. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power and work within us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. <sighs> All right. Joseph went. Now this, this don't even, okay. This is only in God. I want you to hear this because it applies to you and it applies to me too. Okay. Joseph went from jail, a pit. I'm I'm saying a pit. His brothers threw him in the pit, but he was in jail. All right. He was in custody. I'm saying a pit. I'm always, you know, saying the pit, but Joseph got thrown in the pit and then he went, he was in jail. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. He was in jail. Joseph went from jail literally to being only second in power to Pharaoh in a day. That happened. God is working for you exactly where you are. Your current situation does not dictate your future in the kingdom of God. That's a worldly way of thinking. That don't even apply to you. In my Bible, and I'm in Genesis 41, and it's starting in verse 37. At the beginning of it, it says, Joseph rises to power. I'm going to read this to you. Not all of it. I'm just going to read as many verses as the Lord leads me to read. But I just want you to hear this if you've never heard it before. Joseph rises to power. And I'm starting in verse 37. Number chapter 41. This proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house and all my people shall order themselves as you command only as regards the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot. And they called out before him, bow the knee. Thus he said, thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name. I can't, uh, Lord, I need your help. Zaphonath Paneah. And he gave him in marriage Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On. So Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. This happened in a day. He came out of jail. Oh my gosh. He came out of jail. God, you good. Out of jail. Discerned the dream. Interpreted the dream for Pharaoh. And Pharaoh made him second to only himself. And he said, he said it. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. Like ain't nobody like you. He didn't look at him like, 
you a prisoner. You ain't got the right to, to, he didn't even look at him like that because the Lord didn't allow it. He seen the God in him. Jesus, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, when you lift us up, when you lift us up, bless us to be very, very careful, very careful, exceedingly careful, wise and careful to give you all the glory, all the honor and all the praise because it is yours anyway in the mighty name of Jesus. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we Forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Here's the point. I'm almost done. Don't you let the enemy make you miss your, miss, miss your, your calling up. He will tempt you. He will lie to you. He will make you feel like you ain't where you're supposed to be. You exactly where you need. You exactly where you need to be. You're exactly where you belong. If he's been making you feel like it's something else for you to do, you need to be chasing money. You need to be chasing power. You need to be chasing clout. Don't believe that, babe. Do not believe it. Don't do it. If the Lord done told you, don't take that job, don't take that job. If the Lord done told you, keep doing what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. If they forgot about you, that's okay. The Lord didn't. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to say thank you that you never forget about us. And here's the proof. This is true. You took somebody who was in jail, thrown in a pit by his brothers. And one day you made him second only to Pharaoh. In the land, of the most powerful country of that time, he was second only to Pharaoh. Everybody had to listen to him from the moment he stepped his foot out of that jail. Lord Jesus, you got that for us. But bless us just to only stay where you've blessed us to be. Bless us to see. The enemy want us to see. He want us to, he want to distort our view or our vision. Lord Jesus, he don't want us to see that where we're at is blessed. And where we're at is purpose and where we're at is powerful. He, he want us to look at something good like it's bad. And I pray it don't work. And I pray that we won't be ignorant of the schemes of Satan any longer. Any longer, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, bless us not to be deceived by our enemy any longer, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that this word would rest, rule, and abide in my sisters and brothers in Christ and that they won't forget it, Lord. And when their flesh rise up against them and when the enemy rise up against them or when he try to come in like a flood, that that we won't believe him. That we'll stay exactly where where you've placed us to be, Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with us. Jesus. Our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that my sisters and brothers in Christ will believe that you have good things in store for them. That they would truly believe you, Lord Jesus. That they would truly trust that you will do the same for them. That it won't be far-fetched, Lord Jesus. That they won't listen to me and say, well, that was Joseph. I've been here so many years. I pray that we would know and remember that years aren't wasted in your hands. Years are not wasted in your hands. Our latter days are better than our former. And your word says that. You restore the years that the locusts ate. You will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Lord Jesus, this is exceedingly and abundantly above anything that Joseph could have asked for or thought of. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will do the same for us because you're a good God and you love us and you have our best interest at heart and you always will and you always do. Bless us to trust you and believe that today. And Lord Jesus, bless us not to believe that good things are bad. Because the enemy wants us to. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us not to believe his lies any longer. And bless us to go forth and prosper in you. In ways that we didn't even know we were capable capable of. Or that were even accessible to us. Lord Jesus. Bless us to go forth and prosper in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be with us. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly. Than all that we ask or think. According to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Y'all, I love you so much. And God loves you so much. And this word is right on time. And I know it's right on time because it's right on time for me to just give me encouragement. Y'all, keep praying. Keep seeking God's face. Keep believing that he has good things for you. Keep believing that he's going to kick a door wide open for you. Just like he did for Joseph. He's going to kick a door wide open for you. You ain't got to squeeze, get you know, squeeze your way into somewhere and get in where you can fit in. God going to open the door for you. Somebody going to call your name and be like, you, Sharon. Missy, Carl, you, come here. Sarah, this is for you. Your name is attached to what God has blessed you with. Just stay where you at. All right? God loves you. If you haven't given your life to Christ today, this is a perfect time. It's a simple prayer. You can say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I believe the Lord Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I'm a sinner. And I'm in need of a savior. But Jesus, I take, I I receive you as my Lord and personal savior. That's it. Lord, I believe you. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I receive you. It's free. Ain't nobody going to come knock on your door as soon as you do it. Unless the Lord sent them. (laughs) But other than that, you know. It's just the beginning of a beautiful, a beautiful friendship and a relationship. And I used to hear people say that a lot, but it really is true. I feel the most understood, the most known, like 
the most seen that I have ever felt in my entire life as my intimacy has grown in Christ. I feel the most comfortable that I've ever felt in myself, in my own skin. Um, so just an invitation if you haven't yet. So that's all I got. Um, share this message if it blessed you, if you think it'll bless somebody else. And I love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. God loves you more, much more. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.